Welcome to Off the Rip with your hosts that front like they know the most. We talking smack about whoever, whatever is currently on our minds. We ain't no experts, so don't get hurt if we say something that rubs you the wrong way. This is a place where ideas get thrown out and tossed around. If you can't take the heat, get up out the kitchen. We about to serve them up. It's Reem D, Mook, and Shiz. It's Off the Rip. Nothing in common. Nothing to say, nothing in common. I can't stay comfortable comments. Hello, good morning. Tell me what the lick read. We are back for episode 27, right? 27? 27, 27, 26, 27. Regardless or irregardless, whichever one of those two words work in this matter, it is a special podcast because one of us is no longer single legally. Someone has tied the knot. Someone has engaged in holy matrimony. He has given his last name to her for forever till death do him part. We have Rashawn Powell, the newlywed. What's going on, bro? Don't don't put the government out there, bro. RJ Barrett, my fault. It's RJ Barrett. That's crazy. (laughs) What's up, man? That's crazy. What's up, man? (laughs) Newly married. Newly married. Yeah, man. Hold on. We're going to get back to you. I'm going to say what's up to Kareem. What's up, Reem? What's up, bro? How you doing? I'm great, man. I'm great. I'm still high off this weekend. You know what I mean? Right, recovering, man. Recovering. Gotta hydrate. Yo, for real, for real. What's up, Mook? What's good with you? How you doing, man? Any any quick hits for the weekend before we dive into it? Nah, I ain't got no voice still. Yeah, Mook was Mook we on day, we on day three. Every song Mook was getting was screaming after at the top it. of his was lungs. getting active. Yo, for real, for real. I know who was dancing more, Mook or one of Rashawn's aunties was getting it on that floor. That was his mother. Oh, damn. <laughs> Man, who was... um? It was oh, a family K- affair. Jay Ross was going off, too. Yeah, he was. He got his shit off. Yeah, I'm not going to front. Yeah, he got his but, shit off. Anyways, yo, so yeah, man, just boom, initial thoughts, bro. Quick reactions, quick hits. What's up with you? First things on your mind, off your mind. The burden on your chest is the word. Is there a weight off your shoulders? Like, what's going on with you? To be honest with you, like the lead up to it, I thought there was something wrong with me because I was like, I don't feel, I don't feel anxious because mm-hmm. I felt like we just we've been living together and stuff, and like it's just like everything that we've been doing has been smooth sailing. So I didn't feel like there was a build up, but when I got up to that altar, D, you know that that was like, yo, I'm I'm feeling it now. Like game, the game is on. And it wasn't mm-hmm. because I was nervous around marriage. It was just it's just the vow. Me, me being authentic, Kareem, me opening it up and like reading that in front of people that I didn't really know. Um, but once I settled in, I thought it was funny, too, because when she came up, her hands were just I was like, do I grab her hands? We didn't rehearse this. So she had like her hands by her side. And we watched the Facebook live the other day and her hands were just swinging. <laughs> just like swinging like this like awkwardly and like people are like saying stuff and i'm just like completed completely tuning them out because i'm like trying to stay focused and not look anxious and then when we came together that was funny because everybody started clapping and stuff but it was just it was a good it was a great weekend like just the vibes between everybody man and I'm just glad that y'all were there, man, to support me and to, to, to you know, experience that with me, man. So I, I always felt supported with y'all around, and that's for real. So I appreciate y'all, man. And I appreciate I appreciate my wife. Mm-hmm. Annabelle Powell, shout man. out. 
Yep. Annabelle Jane Powell, man. I appreciate my wife, man. Got the middle names out here. Yeah, we doing it since we Full since we government. put government since we put government, government out there. I guess we got put. You want to put the social out there too? Nah. Hey, so so that means I got to change her whole number. I got to change her contact on my. Did y'all change it on Facebook already? Uh, not yet, not yet. But mm-hmm. but it was Next dope. Step. Yo, a lot of you know, best man speech, man. I got me, bro. <laughs> This dude, this dude, since we put out government, this dude Darius Payton, man, it's a bad dude, man. He went up there and just the way you built it up and you related it back to science and then, you know, the immovable, me being an immovable object, her being an unstoppable force. And when you put the two together, it makes a power couple. He put the hashtag in there. I was like, yo, and then it was the walk off for me. I was talking to your dad earlier today and he was. He was telling me that someone was like, yo, did he drop the mic? Did he drop the mic? He's like, nah, it wasn't that he dropped the mic. It was the way he walked after he said it. Yeah. <laughs> was it was like, a walk-off. I, don't I thought you know. dropped the mic, too. I don't even know. I, like I said, I, was, I didn't want to drop the mic because I, I wasn't cool with the DJ. <laughs> so I didn't want to mess with his equipment. <laughs> yeah. I, I got to ask, though, afterwards, was that was that rehearsed? Was that planned at all? Or was that really all off the rip? Ooh. That was that was in name. Ooh. I see what you did there. Mm. Authenticity and true to trueness to our name. It was off the rip. Wow. Um, honestly, mm. like I was thinking I was gonna go a whole different direction because Lucy was talking. I mean, I had nothing planned, but when Lucy was talking about uh buying y'all Travis Scott concert tickets, I was like, all right, bet I can start with buying the Jesse Reyes tickets. Mm. I was like, I'm gonna make that connection, and then I'm gonna go from there. But um the, the spirit, the universe, whatever, the higher power, whatever it may be, just took me in a different direction. Hmm. No, man, be- it, it was it was so well done, just like, and like you said, it's just the buildup of it, like, I know where we were sitting, as me and Marissa are listening, like, just each connection that you're making, we're like, oh, where's he gonna go from here? What's he gonna do here? Mm-hmm. And then as you get far enough in, you're like, oh, you see where he's going with it, and it just, it, it was just, it was so well done, like, it, it speaks to your ability to you know, to, to public speak, to have that mm-hmm. kind of presence. And it, it just, it was just fun to watch, honestly. Like everybody's reaction and everything was kind of cool too, you know? Yeah. And just the way you control the room, bro. Like, I mean, Kareem hit it on the, like he hit, he hit, he hit it. He said like, just the way you, your presence, bro, that shit was felt throughout the entire um Yo, I almost, I almost broke down into a blubbering mess in the first I know. five seconds, yo. I know. I almost wasn't, I almost wasn't able to make it through it. We should we should honestly title this episode authentic or authenticity, man, because I felt like we saw a lot of that this weekend, man. Like everybody coming together. Um everybody showing up late. Ah, yo, D. Yo, you're crazy, <laughs> D. We we just had the same thought, bro. Yeah, that's yeah. That's crazy. We could we could get into that too. That's crazy. But I mean, but I'm even with that, man, I, that 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 really didn't take away. From the weekend, man. I thought it was just, it was, it was, it was dope. I can't even put it. Special. Yeah, it was very special. I can't even put it into into words, man. I'm just like reliving it through the photos and stuff, and saying like, damn, this was a great time. We played basketball on Friday, man. Like the whole cookout situation was a vibe. Yo, them burgers was delicious. I'm still thinking about them. You guys like the burgers? Yeah, them burgers were. The burgers burgers were hit chains, right? (laughs) Shout out to uh, Meze Catering out in uh, Williamstown, man burgers they're called the smash onion burgers those are off did i say that right annabelle 
Smash Did I say that right? Wife. Oh, whoa. Is she Annabelle now? Did I say that right? Wow. Wife. Wow. Did I say that oh, right? how things wow. change. <laughs> See how quickly things change. Did I say that right, Mrs. Powell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, the burgers were off the chains, and then, you know, the wedding. How did you guys like the food? Was the food good? Food was solid, bro. Food the, was like, I'm not even going front, bro. I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't nah, the most happy with the, with, the, with the food, bro. What'd you get, D? Did you get the chicken or the fish? I got the fish. You got oh, the you fish. With the, the chicken was pretty good. The, I, the chicken I was the solid. Chicken. The, the chicken. chicken was solid. I was kind of tight that there was the, a bone in it, though. The, bed, like, the bread spread was good, though. The, 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 the butter on the, the bread. And the broccoli and I like the was cake. real good. I like the cake. Uh, you know what? Scratch, scratch the food, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The cake was good. The cake was good. I didn't have any cake. Oh, that's, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah, it was coffee. Bro, I saw somebody walk fine. around with cake, and I was like, when did I like when did they actually like, put the cake out for everybody to have? Damn. Yeah, they it did was a on real the table by in the, the back. Messed yeah, up, it was man. by the table by um all the jams and shit, which I, I took a few up. of those too. Yo, Shiz, I need you to get me some uh some of them jams too. I forgot some of the jams. Some you got I know you, you guys got jams? extra. Yeah, you got some jams. I think we have some more jams. Cool, cool, cool. I know. I know y'all got some. But you know, I also wasn't like I wasn't hungry at that point either. Mm. I'm telling you, something weird was going on with me. I don't know if I was just like overall just happy for y'all and like like my emotions messed with my appetite. Mm-hmm. Like, but I I just was. I, it was hard for. I don't think I could have eaten anything at that moment, honestly. Mm. Pizza like, was so, fire though, too. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, I just think overall, just a just a great time. I really like Lucy's speech. Hank's speech, Kiki's speech. I, I, I thought it was just all, it was, it was a great time. And Grampy I, and I, had some bars. Say that again. Grampy had some bars. Woo. Grampy did have some. Shout out to Grampy. Grampy, <laughs> come on now. Grampy Anybody really called out the Travis Scott obsession, though? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, that was fire. Hilarious. The Travis Scott obsession line, that was fire, man. Yeah, um, so. Yeah, um, that was dope. Yeah, highlight. What was the highlight? I was, what was the like any highlight for you? Man, the highlight for me was uh was two two highlight. Well, three. Can I, can I do a quick highlight reel? Yeah, go ahead. Two the first highlight for me was the first look, um, seeing Annabelle um and her wedding dress turning around. Cause then to me, that's when I was just like, and I didn't cry in that moment, which I was like, yo, is there something wrong with me? But I was just like, oh, this is this is this is happening. This is about the we we about to do this. Like you know, my baby look good. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, <laughs> yo, we about to do this. And then the second, I want to say the second time was walking down the aisle. We're settling in. It's me, D, and Jess, who was our officiant. And Annabelle is coming down the silo, and she's coming down the aisle at this point. And I just like lost it. Start crying and like you know. Cause I'm like, damn, like her dad is about to, you know, hand her off to me. I don't, I don't want to, you know, it was just, it was, that was like a, a moment. And then I would say that the entire, the dance party, man, like the DJ did a great job. I thought that it, it got to a situation where like, yo, we all, we all jamming, we all vibing. Yeah. The, the dance party. I want to just add to that because me and Marissa were talking about it. The fact that like the families came together like that and everybody yeah. just had a good time, like I think that was the best part, you know. Like being in a a, a multiracial relationship, you know, you have families of all different spectrums coming in together 
mm-hmm. and everybody celebrated. Like everybody seemed to be having a good time. I saw like both your guys' families like mingling and talking together. And both sides of your families were really nice. Like multiple people came up to me and Marissa. I saw them talking with everybody. So like all the families just seemed so close already. But that was definitely funny just to see like, you know, the music we were playing, like it was it was good music. It's today's music, you know, yeah. but it's like music to get to get hype with, have a good time. And I think everybody's family just enjoyed it still, or at least uh seemed to enjoy it. So I thought yeah. that was really awesome. I yeah. will say, I will say that there was it was one wedding party, but two different functions once Dreams and Nightmares came on. Oh, yeah, that's when that's when it changed. <laughs> I don't say the mood, the mood oh. in the in the venue changed at that. You point. see when the lights just started to dim, I'm like, damn, where we at? Hong Kong? Once, once the sun went <laughs> yeah. down, things started to go a different way. Yeah. Nah, nah, um, absolutely, Kareem. Everybody was was even the wait staff was very, very nice. Like um, I don't know if they knew that we were groomsmen or what, or they were just being nice, but they were like giving us dr- like drinks before they were giving other people, or at least giving me <laughs> drinks before giving other people drinks. Like I was skipping the line and stuff. I enjoyed it. It was pretty cool. Absolutely. Yeah. No. So, I, oh, was, go ahead, Shiz. Or Mook. My fault, Mook. Yeah, I was just saying it was just an overall great vibe. Like I thought, I thought the backdrop um, for the yeah. wedding was incredible. You couldn't have picked a, a nicer day to have a wedding. It was like perfect temperature. It wasn't too hot, you know, definitely with like clear sky and everything. It was literally like, like, um, like the dream, the day that you would dream of having a wedding on. Like it was just absolutely yeah. perfect. An amazing bro, bro. signature cocktail, by the way. That Arnold oh, yeah. Powell. That Arnold Powell was. Which I haven't even, I didn't even get that. Yeah, I bro. thought I was, was going to, so I thought crazy. I was going to die off of those. I had like six. Of, she started giving me the big. You one. had six? Yeah, it was good, bro. I had like four. I had six of my specialty drinks. I didn't even have one of them shits, bro. <laughs> bro I, the last time I, I went back up and saw it gone, I was, I was eating. Yo, bro, it was like juice. Like, yeah, it was dangerous. It was dangerous. Bro, you got to get this. Mm. And I went up, I was like, word, and we were just getting, and that was the thing too, like, it's crazy how, you know, the, the, the preparation and the planning for the wedding day, and you get there, and it's like, okay, you're done with the ceremony, now you're being pulled here, you're being pulled in, and then like, me and Annabelle had that moment where we came back into the, into the, into the barn, and we just had our time together, like, briefly, right, and then we were just being pulled and stuff, and then we had to take a cousin's picture, and then, that's what people were commenting on the specialty specialty drink like yo you need to get this and right when i thought we had a little bit of time i go up to the bartender he was like bro we out yeah. so i was like what yeah that that was the one thing that i was a little confused about because they said we had cocktail we'd be at cocktail hour first yeah. so so apparently we oh no so the ceremony uh first look wedding pictures ceremony and then the cocktail hour but i think the cocktail hour <laughs> cocktail hour was shortened a little bit because the ceremony ended up going a little bit longer than it should have mm. but the point the point of that was we were supposed to take all the wedding party pictures first so that me and annabelle could be there be present for the cocktail hour but that didn't happen <laughs> <laughs> well as far as things going wrong that's that's probably one of the yeah 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 things. yeah i wasn't we weren't tripping over there. Because it looked but. like it was taking, it kind of took a, a while to get people seated too. Because when we were starting to line up, I was still noticing, like I was looking through the side window and people were still like pouring in and stuff like that. So they probably, it probably delayed the process. I want to make sure everybody was sitting, seated before obviously they start the ceremony and everything. Yeah. 
So everything kind of got pushed because of because of that too. Yeah, but yeah, no, I was lit, bro. I I, I was glad that y'all was there. And, and we love we love y'all, ladies. We love y'all, but we did not need to, the groomsmen did not need to be there at noon. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yo, I felt so bad for my nephew Miles, bro. He was like, yo, Miles was like, out, bro. He Miles was napping. Like, yo. yo, he said, could they get married already? <laughs> <laughs> bro, we really got there at twelve thirty, and they were still in robes, and I was like, "Oh, this is a very." They were bad still in their robes, bro. not even the bridesmaids' robes. Bro. Like they're legit robes. <laughs> nah, man, but that—that's that, funny. But like seeing that you two, because y'all are both. When I say you two, I mean Kareem and Mook. Uh, seeing that going through that, um, as two engaged men, Mooks were expecting one on the way as well. Like, what? What are y'all thinking? What are y'all thoughts? What do you reflect on, see, or envision? Yeah, I mean, me, me and Marissa were definitely talking throughout the whole night, like, oh, we like this. Like, oh, this is a really good idea. So, like, I think, you know, like, it, it definitely helped a lot with inspiration. And, um, like, we, I was talking with you, Shiz, and talking with AB and just um, how AB's mom put together a lot of it or most of it. And so, like, me and Marissa talked with her afterwards. And she, AB, AB's mom is dope, first of all. So, shout out to her. Like, she's <laughs> awesome to talk to. She's, shout out she's, to Ma she's Barrett. amazing. And, and Paul Barrett, man. Shout out to mm-hmm. Mr. Barrett. It's, 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 it's that whole family. Amazing that whole family is amazing. Whole family. Bro. Whole family, for real. Yeah. Yeah. But we talked with her for a while, and she was just super <laughs> helpful, just giving us, like, ideas. And, you know, she was like, if we need any help, you know, we can reach out like that. Like, that was just really nice to hear that like, she was willing to help people that she had basically just met, you know. And she meant that too. She, she really. Well, I believe that. it. I definitely believe oh, it. I, I feel it. Like, yeah, absolutely. I definitely believe that. Because we talked about that today too. She said she would definitely um, help you guys out with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I will have her help me find someone for me, yo. Instead of helping all y'all out, yo. Like, everybody else, y'all got help. Like I need some help. Right, screw, screw the rest of y'all. Speaking of superpowers, uh, what would her superpower be, D? Oh, I mean, she she's it's it's genetic. She's also an unstoppable force. Mm. <laughs> I mean, she she just you feel her 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 reach over everybody and everything as y'all just said, man. She's she's just like a human energizer, buddy, but like boundless mm. positivity, mm. you know. And so you know, it always I always feel safe with her. I always feel like she has the best intentions and always wanting to trust that whatever she says, she's trying to figure out the <laughs> best thing for me. Absolutely, and, you know, she'll go out of her way to make sure that that's right. So, thanks. One of the dopest things I thought too was the fact that that how how um I want to keep my mic over there, but how um how just genuine their family was. Um, because like I would say, like this is the first time I got to meet her mom and dad and her family in general, and like how genuine they were. So like when I first introduced myself, because you know, most of the time I still introduce myself as Michael. So then they um her mom immediately was like, Oh, are you Mook? He's like, yeah, well, we don't really know Michael right here. We know Mook. So it's just the fact that how, like, genuine they were because they had the same conversation with my dad, too, as well. So it was it was just really cool to see, like, how, you know, how down to earth and genuine and not just them, just the whole community as a whole. It just seemed like, you know, because it's, you know, it's a smaller um, area, how close everybody in the area was and, you know, how everybody would check on you to make sure you, you're doing all right and, and you know, if you need anything. So it was just really cool to just to be a part of the, the, the whole um, the environment. Yeah, definitely a small ass town, population 30. And they all yeah, bro. Oh, <laughs> <just> <laughs> <wild>. <laughs> they 
was all that. <laughs> nah, bro. I was going up to get a drink, and I ran to some guy. We started talking. He's like, "Yeah, I was uh, AB's uh, school teacher or something." I was like, "Oh yeah, a little school right down the street." He's like, yeah. like <laughs> "Everything's on this one street, bro. One like, strip, bro. it's crazy." Bro, Can't why get is large the high head. school so big? Um, I do have high another question for y'all. Um, do y'all? How do y'all feel starting to get recognized, or at least? A little bit of recognition. I want to say recognize. A little bit of recognition. I'm not gonna lie, like because like first of all, like I've never met a lot of the people that were there because obviously, you know, those are um Annabelle's friends and Rashawn was familiar with them. But somebody mm-hmm. caught like coming up to you saying, like, oh, this is Moo. Like I listen to the podcast, I love the podcast, I love you guys' show. I was like, Oh, I feel like a little Right, Right. just to specify, when I say get the recognition, I mean just people coming up to us asking us for merch, people coming up saying, like, we support the pod or we listen to the pod. Um, I had one one guy out there come up and tell me uh, when he he feels alone and when he feels like he ain't got nothing else to do um, and he wants to get away from his wife that he just throws us on and he feels like he's there because he got FOMO, fear of missing out. And so... uh, They'll just throw on our episodes and listen while he takes a bath. I thought that was a little too much information, but hey, I still hey, appreciate it. Hey, that's the boat. Hey, shout out, shout out you to can him. take as many shout baths as you him. want listening right. to us, I guess, right? But, right. Yeah, baths. so mm-hmm. uh, that's the stuff that is starting to feel it's feeling nice, man. I like that recognition. And, yeah, man. And seeing, and seeing people in merch, too, has been exactly. nice. You got to get that up and running, but my bad. Go ahead, Boop. Yeah, no, I was just saying, because I remember last year when we did our, uh, earlier, I want to say it was a few months ago, was it? At the beginning of the year, no, at the beginning of the year when we did, you know, like after our first year, like how do we feel, like what do we want to accomplish by the following year? Mm-hmm. And I said, because everybody, because we were talking about how like, you know, we just want to constantly, you know, grow and stuff. And my biggest thing was, I said, I just want people to listen to us and feel this. like, and feel like they have a, you know they have a voice like you know that somebody understands them and you know they can help somebody out with it and and the fact that he came up you said that that's a win for us right there yeah, we, yeah. we've done our job yeah if somebody comes up to us and said you know what this is what I, this is helps me get through the day and stuff we did our job damn it's yeah. like we the voice for the voiceless yeah it's really just, doing ooh, it it's ooh. only making me want to go go that much harder man like woke Absolutely. up in las vegas lost my ferrari woke up the next day and i had to go harder shout out to little baby <laughs> <laughs> no nah, oh, but that's that, that's dope though how like they they and shout out to you know her family because they really support that and like her friends really support off the rip man for real for and real. to um to kiki because didn't she create the the board um yeah. the hashtag board too to, she yep. do off the rip podcast on there too mm-hmm. yep yep that's up, up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> man, man yeah what a weekend man thank you shit for for putting that on man and for allowing us to be part of that absolutely Listen, man y'all my brothers man y'all had to be there what yeah, next, wow, next, time. next cookout though, we gonna have to find out that that recipe for that that Arnold Powell though. Yo, for real, I'm about <laughs> yeah, facts. Yeah. 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 Hit up no. the packy and figure out what that was. Yeah. That was <laughs> for fire. real, it was. It was off the chain. And the burgers too. If we could like recreate oh, yeah. those somehow. And I think um, Lucy's gonna want to rematch his. She was oh, trying yeah, to give you was... buckets too. She was well, upset. I know well, she was mad. She kept losing. I know, speaking, Lucy. Speaking. It's okay. Yeah. It's all it's right. Okay. You know, some, some people got to take L sometimes, Ooh, even I on mean, their home courts. Yeah. What you going to do with Lucy, us? If you ever listen to this, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We gave y'all buckets. Shout out to that dude, Storm, though, because he did 
He did dunk on Reem, though. I ain't even gonna hold. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Stop Yo, playing. Don't help defense, you, bro. That was you. Man, I was, <laughs> I was stretching. I was stretching. Right. I was, I was warming up the hammies, and I seen dude take off. I said, "Oh no, he's like, let me no. just put this back." Like, dude got <laughs> like my stretches are done for the day. Dude got bounced, bro. Yeah, he was bouncy. He was tall. He was bouncy. Mm-hmm. He, very, he, very, I ain't gonna lie. Out there very light. I ain't gonna lie. He yeah. dunked on me on, in twenty one. I'm like, bro, we just warming up. Right. Yeah. I was like, bro, yeah. like nobody's guarding you right now. I seen Mook try to catch one too because <laughs> yeah, I just feel like hard. Mook started getting hacked at one point. I thought we were back in Cambridge, bro. Like, it was like, what's saw, you saw that after that? I, I didn't go to basketball. Rest of the no. time. I was taking straight Middies and shots. threes like the rest yeah. of the time. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Great fucking weekend, man. That shit's for Absolutely. the fucking books, man. Mm-hmm. Off the rip, turned that shit up. But yo, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, shout out to the to the groomsmen, man. And in in um her bridal party, cause yo, we fucking turned that shit up, bro. Yeah, when we got there, I was I was like, yo, they ain't never had nobody like this. They ain't never bro, seen absolutely. nobody like this. The the the, the DJ the didn't realize owns, it was gonna be like that. Shout out, shout out to Blue Meadows, um, the wedding venue, cause mm-hmm. the lady saw me in the um the lady who owns it, I forget her name, um. But she saw me in the hallway. She said, yo, you guys had it rocking in there. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Igwe for that loud ass speaker, bro. Cause every yo, at the after, yo, cause that after party, they were her 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 dad asked, I need to get me a speaker like that. Yeah. Y'all held that shit down, bro. They were like, yo, where's where's the speaker? Where's the dude with the speaker? <laughs> it was like <laughs> Radio Igwe. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, man. I mean, while that was happening, we did have a great weekend. The world was still happening as well. You know, the world doesn't revolve around us. There's other stuff happening. <laughs> and um, you know, switching from some some happy stuff to just some headlines going around. We're gonna bring back one of our favorite segments, you know, is Peyton's headlines. But we can we can mold this with the post-post racial segment as well, because some stuff is coming up in here as well. So it's gonna be an amalgam of both. An amalgamation. There you go. That's that's the word of the day for y'all. Ooh, ooh, I gotta look that shit up. So here, yeah, make sure you use that right. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Try me. Trust. <laughs> Big trust. <laughs> so we have um right here. We have the Texas Senate passes bill to remove required lessons from civil rights movements from public school curriculums. The bill, which comes after Texas signed a law banning teachings on critical race theory is currently stalled in the state's House of Representatives. Uh, public schools in Texas are one step closer to no longer being required to teach about various American civil rights movements and social studies. Bloomberg reports that on Friday, the state Senate voted 18 to 4 to pass Senate Bill 3, which drops the requirements for teachers to include lessons on Cesar Chavez, Susan B. Anthony, the history of the Native Americans, the writings of Martin Luther King Jr., uh, such as his uh, freedom speech and his letter from Birmingham and other figures and documents in their curriculums. So that's one headline. I'll let y'all react to that briefly before I move to the next one. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I'm not even surprised about that shit. You know, yeah. it's <laughs> it's like, tell me, tell me you're racist without telling me you're racist. Like, <laughs> that's what it is, right? 
The Lone Star State, man. Texas, Texas man. is just so different, bro. They're doing some out there things right now. Between just, Texas and Florida, what do you? What are you yeah, like? I think I think Texas, Texas might Texas might be catching up, bro. I don't Texas know. Texas might Florida, be jumping Florida. Right yeah, yeah, Florida like Florida's just a consi- Florida's consistently crazy, but Texas has just been like over the up last the years. Ante. They've been they've been on some nut shit. Nah, mm. but I don't know. Florida, they just be out here outwardly shooting niggas and be like, yo, rights to bear arms. Yeah, but now Texas doesn't, you don't even have to have a license <laughs> to have a gun. You just walk around with it. Like, Tex- yeah, Texas, like you said, D, it's really the Lone Star State, man. It's like, it's if, you, if you want freedom, you go to Texas, man. It's, but like, I don't know. It, in all seriousness, like that, that's very concerning. Like, in all seriousness, that's very concerning that legislation can be passed like that. I'm sure there are efforts being put. to four. Right, like I'm sure there's people trying to fight that, but like when stuff like that gets passed, like that's concerning. I think about just like who is that really going to affect? Like us immediately know, but you know the next generations who, if something like that stays, will be lost without finding that information elsewhere. Like you got to think these are these impact not just us but future generations. You know, in the like uh, going forward, and and that's kind of crazy thing. Being able to control the narrative too, like you're, you're. you're picking and choosing what history could be like. Mm-hmm. And, and on, that note, people, on that you know note, on that note, on that note, no, no, no. Um, I was talking to Kareem about exactly that um, off mic, and I was saying mm-hmm. it's crazy how these same people, um, these conservative or these racists, I'm calling racists, we'll call them what they are, mm-hmm. will be like, "Yo, we need to preserve our history, so you keep our Confederate statues up, you keep our Confederate flags um, out and available." Yeah. So you want to preserve that history there, but then this part of the history that is also your history, why you're maintaining power, mm-hmm. you want to hide that part. And now it's you can't teach that. Now it's we got to remove that. So because like, because it contradicts with all them statues and shit they got up. It's just yeah, which is then you really don't want to preserve his. You want to preserve exactly. your perspective. Your perspective exactly. Preserve your privilege. Yeah. Yeah. I can't stay comfortable. Anyways, moving on to um, another headline with another Megan and also about a swimsuit cover. We have Megan Thee Stallion, his first rapper to land Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover, and she says it feels amazing. The superstar rapper, I wouldn't call her, is she a superstar yet? I don't know. That's a different conversation. The superstar rapper joins tennis champ Naomi Osaka and model actress Lena Bloom for the three separate Sports Illustrated swimsuit 2021 issue covers. The article, the People Magazine article goes on to read that there's one person having the best hot girl summer ever, and it's the original originator of the term herself, Megan Thee Stallion. The three-time Grammy-winning rapper landed the cover, coveted cover of the 2021 Sports Illustrated Swimsuit issue is making history while she's at it. So, uh, first female rapper on Sports Illustrated. And uh, that's a little more positive news right there. Um, Shout out Meg. Damn. Shout out Meg. D, how you feel about that? I mean, I've I've seen the greatness in Meg. I've seen the potential from the start. I've been talking about Meg since I feel like 2018. Um so to to that. So I'm just saying I call this, I seen this greatness. I should be an A and R. She's she's not a superstar. (laughs) Is she a superstar? when I just read that three time Grammy winning, then yeah, she's a superstar. She's on the cover of Sports Illustrated. She got three Grammys already. That's yeah, I, that's that surprised me as well. Shout out Meg, yo. Yeah, so damn. Shout out. Hey, how do you feel that Cardi wasn't the first? <laughs> um, I declined to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> 
How do you feel like that? How do you feel that WAP is Megan Thee Stallion song that Cardi B featured on? <laughs> she was a- All right, maybe, but who who really <laughs> killed that song though? That's the question we gotta really ask. We go with the lyrics. I mean, it came out as a Cardi B song featuring Megan Thee Stallion, like, but it became a Megan Thee Stallion. The Stein. features versus the who its song is, it, is on. Is it, it's, it can be irrelevant, you know. Is it like really- Big Sean being on control? Became oh. Kendrick's song. No, no, they, oh, they just cut. Oh, they oh, cut him oh, off they, of that. Yeah. You know what I mean, it's just Kendrick's verse. They even cut Jay Electronica off of that. People don't. Well, even they know had Jay to. Electronica this shit was trash. Yeah, I don't even remember Jay Electronica being exactly. on the song. <laughs> Damn. Oh man. All right. In next news, this one's a little closer to home. Uh, this is from Only in Boston's Twitter. One hundred ten thousand dollars. One hundred forty-three dollars. I'm sorry. Let me say that one more time. $110,143.02, the before-tax salary needed to afford the principal interest taxes insurance payment and 20% down payment on a median-priced home in the Boston area. But you need to save for a down payment, but the average rent for a one-bedroom apartment is $2,200. So in this- Boston, is $2,200? Yes. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> What's going on um, in Boston that is that pricey? It's not New York. It's not San Francisco. Bro, it's these Bro, it's these neighborhoods that they're starting. Oh, my fault, Reem. No, I was going to say, as someone who just moved to Boston five years ago now, my first experience living at Wheelock Campus, so right on Fenway, and seeing the apartment housing that was being built um, right by where the... Um, mm-hmm the movie theater was landmark and, center. Yeah. yeah. Landmark center. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and just seeing that and being like, huh, I wonder how much like a one bedroom is right there. Studio is right there. And like when they were being built, the pre-sale was like a studio was going to be like 1800, 1900. And I was just like, what? Like really? And then just like looking at that whole Fenway area and then seeing it get built and then coming back to it now and seeing it, like for me, because I like I said, I didn't grow up here. Like that, that's just crazy to me. So for you guys, I can't even imagine Dude, like to with, see the changes within a two-year span. My freshman year to my sophomore year, my freshman year, Fenway did not look like the way it looks like now. Like sophomore year, that shit was completely different. I'm like, yo, they got a Target over here. They got this. <laughs> they got that. They got these luxury apartments. Like they were really building it up to be like that next like Back Bay area. But yeah, it, we, we, my fault. No, no, no. I'm gonna say the gentrification is real, man, and it's not just in the city; it's reaching it's, outside the city as well. It's any way you could build a fucking train station or a commuter rail that would yeah, be that can get for you people into the city. to exactly mm-hmm. assembly row, assembly Encore, row, like over there. That's all expensive, and it, you guys see that new development. I mean, Seaport used to be wasteland. Seaport is like. The next the spot now, yeah. He's they're pushing into East Boston. They're pushing all the people, the community out of Eastie. Yeah, but they've been um, doing they've been doing that for years. Yeah, because now. South Southie's already taken up by all the white college kids. So yeah. now they're trying to make Eastie the next Southie. And, and true for the matter is, look at Ashmont Station. Oh yeah, absolutely. within a couple of years, because you're starting to see the permit parkings and it. stuff. You already see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm like you see it. I've never seen a permit parking sign ever in my life in Dorchester. <laughs> Now we got them, and then um, even Watertown, man, Arsenal Yards. They just, they're making that look like Assembly Row. Yeah, as well. There's a new development over. I know y'all see it all the time over by 90. If you guys are heading eastbound, right over by the you pass the New Balance uh, oh, the Celtics, Celtics in the, then yeah, there's that big ass, yeah. yeah, that big ass space right there. That's going to be another uh, 
luxury neighborhood shopping because outlets and stuff. Right across the bridge is the commuter room. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, they know, it just, they it know makes... that all you, that, that's what they've been doing. They've been, you know, like once you start seeing commuter rooms start popping up, they're going to start trying to push people out. It's been, it's a known fact. They just want to be able to have something that gets you into the city. They're doing the same thing in Brockton too. If you look downtown Brockton, <clears throat> you have a bunch of rundown buildings that they're trying to transform into apartments. The only thing about it is like, there's literally nothing else down there. Like they don't have, mm. they haven't even started building like a Target or or some, a, a Whole Foods, something like that. Like there's no shopping down there, but within, you know, probably the next five, 10 years, you know, you'll probably start seeing that that stuff pop up there too as well. Just wait until they slap a casino down there, Mook. That's what happens, bro. That when I was in Springfield, bro, like they yeah. put the casino in there in Springfield. People already know about Springfield, but after the casino got there, oof. Yeah. I don't think people know about Springfield, Reem. I really don't. D, do people not know about Springfield? I don't. I think it's because we're from there. We know about it, but people don't know that Springfield is one of the top ten dangerous cities in the in the country. Dude, I saw a video. Yeah, I, that's crazy yes. to me. Yes, yeah. I'm, from, I'm from Vermont, and I knew that heading in there. Like, no. I, saw people I think, knew that. People just think Massachusetts. People think Boston. That's it. Yeah, that's no, true. Yeah, that's Springfield. Crazy. Springfield. They don't realize people get it cracking and yo, busy. I believe it. I believe it's it. Springfield, and it's the neighboring towns next to Springfield. It's not just Springfield. Like, it's Holyoke. Like, like, it's I think Holyoke, it's Ludlow, it's Paper City. People don't understand about the Puerto Ricans in Holyoke, man. Oh, they begin. They begin. <laughs> nah, Holyoke's a spot, bro. Holyoke's a spot. I knew some people over Holyoke. Yeah. Yeah. There was a there was a video on um I think I saw it on Twitter. It was like recently this dude in Springfield. It was a cop car coming down the street. Dude was waving a gun, just like running down the street, and he was just pointing it at the at the cop at the cop cruiser. He was running down, he stopped, and he was pointing. I was like, yo, this dude is cooked. And there's just people just outside on the stoop chilling. I'm like, yo. I remember <laughs> the first time I found, like, Springfield was like that was my, after my freshman year of college, my brother was playing a tournament in Springfield. So I told my mom I was going to stay with one of my friends who lives in Springfield. So we went out there, and he was like, yo, you want to go to this party? So I was like, he was like, oh, it's this house party, whatever like that. So I was like... Bro, I'm out here, whatever, might as well, right? And then, like, we came around um, Springfield College. So, obviously, I saw, like, you know, just the front of Springfield College. Like, oh, we're fine. And then, like, we went, like, back towards, like, going towards, I think it was, like, towards AIC. AIC, And, like, yeah. those back areas over there. And I was like, AIC oh, is like, the, the thick of it. I'm in the, the, I'm in the hood. You, like, you hey, I'm actually like I'm really here. Yeah, bro. I was like, oh, we're really going to. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. fried chicken. Yeah. 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 So we see a crown fried chicken. Crown oh, fried chicken is bomb, bro. Yeah, you see crown one of those, chicken, you know anyway. you in the hood. <laughs> like the, like bro, it's it's called it's the, the armory, man. The Springfield gun, man. It's this right yeah, there. Springfield's real, yeah. Smith it's funny because at, oh, it's Springfield. Well, it's, but Springfield's like it's also kind of diverse in the sense that like I went to Western New England, and if you just went to the Western New England campus, you would not think Springfield is what it is. But then you go oh, right down the, the street, Long, Long Meadow and East it, Long Meadow, and Wilbraham, exactly, yeah, exactly. So it gets nicer. And uh, you go right down the street, five minutes down the street, boom, Springfield campus. Two more minutes, AIC. Shit, like it gets real different. You real over quick, there next like, to the Golden man. Corral and the like, Evelyn. Yeah, yes. go, the <laughs> Evelyn, yo. Corral, yo, it's like it's really like that, bro. It's like literally two blocks, and you're in a different world. Like I'm telling man. you, when kids from Western New England would try and go to Springfield parties, like it was dangerous. 
like it because you would look out of place like i'm telling you like it i i just remember that and yeah. just being like culture shock for me you know like Damn. i don't even feel safe talking about this anymore yo mm-hmm. and <laughs> now we, we gotta be careful bro we gotta change it now somebody might roll up on you yeah we don't, we don't want to out nobody right now <laughs> i can't stay come for the comments breaking news from sports center actually this is old breaking news um the Cleveland baseball team, formerly known as the Cleveland Indians, is changing their name to the Guardians. They have come out with a new logo and everything. It's their new moniker. They tweeted that last Friday. So some progress, some more progress. And with this, you see more people being upset about why they're changing the name, why they're changing the logo. They can be upset. Yeah, that's how I feel. They can be upset. That's <laughs> they okay. can be upset because all the all the Native American people was upset too, which you didn't care right. about them. <laughs> right. I can't stay comfortable. All right, here we go. In North Carolina, uh, Cumberland County, a woman says her first car buying experience was tainted because of an offensive Facebook post made by the Lumberton Honda dealership. So Trinity Beth Bethune said she purchased her first car at the dealership Wednesday and was excited to do all this with her own money. However, that quickly changed when Bethune looked on her Facebook and saw a post on the dealership's page that read, congratulations to Bonquisha and her 2016 Toyota Camry. (laughs) (laughs) That shit is crazy. This wow. is for ABC News, abcnews.com. Nah. What they say, Bonquisha? Bonquisha. Bonquisha. Oh my God. Yep. Wow. Uh, so Bethune in shock and disbelief responded to the post. I'm not sure if this is a joke or something, but my name is definitely Trinity Bethune. She said, I'm very offended by this post. It's almost a racial slur. If I'm not addressed by my name, then please don't address me at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bethune said the post was up for more than an hour before it was deleted, but the screenshots quickly spread it on social media and went viral on TikTok. Um, and then uh, she's 21 years old and she works as a personal care assistant in Cumberland County. She says it's hurtful to be reduced to a stereotype. And I quote, I feel like my character was played with. I mean, I think I carry myself in a very well manner, she said. Uh, ABC spoke to the dealership owner off camera. He said the employee who made the offensive post has been fired and they reached out to Bethune to apologize on Thursday. Now you got to write my car off now. Yo, for real. Um, but yo, that's unacceptable. Has, uh, Bethune has is seeking legal action. As she should. Yeah. She should be getting free. The, uh, every amenity she be she, a full body to body warranty, bro. You know what I'm saying? From bumper to bumper. Mm-hmm. Wild. Yeah. That shit is... <laughs> Yo, like how Bonquisha, bro. Yeah. Like how do you how do you do like is, you said it was the social media guy for their for their Facebook? That's what, I can't that's what what the beat. Oh, that's I thought it was like a sale. I thought it was like a sales representative <laughs> who posted this and just you know what I mean? Cause you know how they yeah. I don't know, yeah. bro. All right, keep it a bean. He deserves his ass beat. Oh yeah. Well, he deserved to be fired, but also he definitely deserved yeah, to be fired. He, he, yeah, obviously, but I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, well, people yeah, outing themselves every day. It's Merry Christmas, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I mean, Reem brings up a great point. How the hell does he have access to the social media page for that car dealership? Because he was running it. What do you mean? Yeah, he's he's he the manager there. for it, right? Oh, okay. My bad. My bad. My yeah, bad. he worked I thought he was there. like a. I thought he was like a. Um, but like you, you see how Our like salesman. you you see how like social media accounts like they'll always kind of have those jokes like where <laughs> team accounts will mess with each other. Yeah. Um, 
and he just made a really bad, poor decision, but outed himself for who he who he is. <laughs> That's almost like a moment when you're with your like, friends and you're like, yo, you won't. Right, right. That's it's exactly like, what that was. Like, really? Say I, won't. Like, <laughs> Say I won't do this. Like, like, you think I care about this job? What? <laughs> <laughs> My man said bone quisha, bro. Whoa. Yo. Yeah. Oh. She just got a free car. Oh, oh man. man. Yeah. That's defamation, right? And slander of character? Could you sue for that? Definitely hate crime. She might have a case. She That's a hate crime she for might sure. Have a case. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely hate crime. And all that recognition online too. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> Either that, or y'all got to close milked, down. I would have milked the hell out of it too. Yo, me too. I felt yeah, less than a person. person. I'm coming. I'm coming to the fucking. I'm coming to the court here with a with a with a neck brace on and some crutches. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But that concludes Peyton's headlines in uh, our post post racial segment. I can't stay comfortable. All right, so I'm gonna go on a little rant today about a team who is supposed to be at the forefront of talent in basketball in the world and who are not living up to their. Their, their billing of being this dominant country, and we are talking about USA basketball, who lost their first game to France. And you guys all know how I feel about the Utah Jazz. So the fact that we lost to Rudy Gobert has been on my, you know, has been bothering me for the last few days. The fact that Evan Fournier, who couldn't do shit for the Boston Celtics, went out there and said, Jason Tatum, hold 28 for me tonight. <laughs> I'm highly upset. Greg Popovich should be fired mid-tournament. Mook. <laughs> okay, then, Stephen A. <laughs> Stephen A. Mook. <laughs> Y'all don't know how this is making me feel right now. We lost to France. Gershon Gebusele was getting minutes on France's team, <laughs> and the man couldn't even stay on the Celtics. We let yeah. Semi Ojale stay on the Celtics Yo, before Semi we let. Yo, was getting yeah. busy, bro. Yo, and um, what's his name? Vincent Poirier. Vincent Poirier's bum ass who couldn't <laughs> stay on the Celtics. <laughs> Batum. Nah, Batum's cool. Batum's been getting buckets with the Yeah, Clippers. he get buckets, but but the rest of these bums. <laughs> there was like what one was meme where Chioza, it was like, was Chioza out there too? No, Chioza's on a uh, Lithuania. Nah, he's on Lithuania. Yeah, now that you're thinking of Chapazo or some oh, shit like that. Yeah, Compazo. Compazo, yeah. Yeah, you're thinking of Chiosa. Nah, nah, oh, I know why I was thinking of Chiosa. Yeah, I know why you were thinking Chiosa. <laughs> but that's for another topic for another time. <laughs> Back to Team USA. Jason Tatum, six points. Yo, the G League's really producing. Yo, he has six points, bro. Six? Six points. Jason Tatum, six points. Drew Holiday, who hasn't scored in like three weeks in the NBA Finals, decided to be our leading scorer. Oh my he God. just got there Friday yeah, off of champagne and Henny. This man's no condition to be playing the basketball game, and he leads us in scoring. Yo, did Devin Booker cut this hair, bro? Yeah, Devin yeah, Booker bro. had a fucked up cut. I'm in dumber right now with that shit. Ooh, I was looking at that shit, too. I was like, yo, either this nigga got a wave cap on or something's going on. That shit is he got like horrible. A shark on his head, bro. Man, I don't know what that is. 
the cut dorsal fin. Bro, he had the mohawk for too long. His hair started to grow uneven now, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's gonna cut dorsal fin. Yeah, bro. Like someone wanted to make some shark fin soup and cut the top of his head off, yo. Like and cut his hair with a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> no taper, no nothing, dog. Nothing. So, you know what happened? He got his hair cut out there in Tokyo. That's why he was wearing that. <laughs> 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 they only got one option in the barbershop. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say oh, that. nigga got chopsticks or razors. Oh, my God. Uh, what's what's up with Kevin Durant? He's supposed to be the best player on the planet. Yo, what's up that's why I told y'all Kevin Durant is the third best player in the world right now, beside behind obviously the GOAT, LeBron James, and Giannis. And now this is bringing up some interesting questions. Like, is is Kevin Durant really a leader like that? Because he's like he, he's the best player on that team, no question, right? What's up with yeah. Damian Lillard? But like he's not really he's he's Kevin's doing his thing, but he's not. You're not seeing him like lift up everybody else to do their thing, you know? Right. All right. So, so I've I've come down to this conclusion. One, the team doesn't have an alpha, and that's the biggest issue with this team right now. They don't have a veteran alpha. Like you, we can talk about Damon Lillard is damn time and all that stuff, but he's not really an alpha personality. Like that shit works in Portland because he's playing with Nurkic and all these other guys. But like now, because he's playing on the stage with a bunch of other all-stars, he looks like he's in a shell right now. Like he doesn't want to be the guy to be that, you know, to take the to shots or, or or to make the big play. Like this team's missing veteran leadership. You know, usually like the last Olympics, you had Kobe, I mean, well, two Olympics ago, you had, um, you know, Kobe and, and LeBron and D-Wade. Like you just had veterans. Even like last year's, the last Olympics, you had Melo at least. Like somebody who's who's been to an Olympics before, has won a gold medal, knows what it takes to get there. Kevin Durant was always just the guy on the team with the other two, you know, superstars leading them. Yeah. And he's just not that guy. Like we have to le- learn that LeBron is not that guy in terms of like, in terms of does Jordan or Kobe mean this edge or whatever. Yeah. Like LeBron's just not like that personality wise. Like Kevin Durant is not like that leadership wise. Like LeBron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just we're always going to be comparing him to that, and he's never going to reach that. It's just is very every emotional. every moment he's just shown that he's not. Yeah, and he's very emotional too. Any nigga that get into a fight with Michael Rappaport over Instagram got issues, bro. <laughs> right? <laughs> Could you imagine Who, whoever that? makes like if you have to make a Twitter account to defend yourself, a burner you account, just, yeah, you can't just do it on your own Twitter account. Like you have to make another account or to be defend. mentally strong enough to just not ignore it and be like, I'm Kevin Durant. No, nah, he wants to be like everybody else, bro. Mm. And that's that's the that's the biggest problem with this mm. this USA team. So they okay. have big men either. I don't even know if it's the big men. They, they just ha- can't they, they guard at the guard position. They're getting yeah. none of them play baked. defense. None yeah, of them they're getting cooked. Defense. They're getting like they're playing no like, bro. Evan Fournier no was <laughs> out here looking like a a fucking Hall of Famer. Bro, yeah. yeah. Dame plays no defense. Um, Book gets cooked, even though he he looks he confuses activity with good defense. Yeah. Like one of their best defenders right now is Zach Levine. Yeah, and, uh, Drew Holiday's there, but and yeah. yeah, Drew just got there though. But like, yeah, yeah he's their uh, best player. Yeah, Chris Middleton's there now, so you think? Yeah. So hopefully, it'll help. Player. I think who they playing next? Uh, Ran. Yeah, they're playing I like Iran. Like the next two games, they should Bro. win like, handedly. Iran's about to give him a forty. 
If you if Rashawn, I'll give Rashawn twenty bucks right now if he can name me a player that plays for Iran. <laughs> I can't, but I'm no saying they about to get no chance, bro. But you know what? If they lose to if they don't win by at least thirty points. I'm going to Japan myself, and I'm suiting up next week. <laughs> suiting up for the country, move. Suit up, move. Yes, I need to save us at this point. <laughs> Don't get your oh, head cut man. out there. Just put the yeah, head. Yeah, I won't get the head. I won't get the head. <laughs> wow. Nah, yeah, you but, just got to figure it out, man. They I, mean, I think the, stuff out. I think they'll be fine, but it's just a matter of. I don't know. One, they had three guys that just came in what Friday night, so. Chemistry is going to be awful with those guys. Yeah. Not having guys like, even like a Paul George, I think would have been better suited for this team than some of the guys they got. Bro, they don't have a playmaker. Who's their playmaker? Who's just a pass first dude that's Nobody just trying to set everybody up? Anybody. They don't no. have that Chauncey Billups. They don't have the Chris Paul, the Jason Kidd, like no. even the John Stockton. Like. like again, even like not to bring up Braun, but like if you put Braun on this team, Brown would be fine just dropping like five and like 15 assists, bro, or whatever. Playing with superstars like this, he'd just be setting everybody up. Like even CP, Steph. like even like, Steph. Even no, even Trey. Yo, Trey was upset that he didn't get yeah, uh an invite. Trey. But Trey's a, even Trey is more of a playmaker than some of the guys they have on there to at least get people looks. I just yeah. feel like all these guys are ISO guys or get theirs and yeah. then get and then dish out, you know, which right. is a different way of playmaking. If you're playmaking first. And they're small. This is a smaller team. Right, right. So, like, I, I think that's the biggest issue is they just need a point guard. They need they need somebody to just, like, be playmaking, man. Just make some plays for somebody. Set somebody up. Darren Williams, where you at? Yeah, don't bring up Darren Williams. Darren Williams. <laughs> <laughs> After 2017, I have to, I was to say, where's D-Will? Are we talking Cavs, D-Will? Are we talking? <laughs> Damn, I didn't even know who that dude was. It was just a... A 60 overall with a beard out there. <laughs> this man had a brown t-shirt out there. <laughs> Nobody want to play with him in part. Man. It's tough. Well, tough. But but on other news, though, the NBA draft is coming up this week. And Detroit is still considering trading that number one pick. Uh, the Thunder, the Thunder, and the Grizzlies just had a trade for Valanciunas and Stephen Adams. Oh yeah, that did happen today. And Eric Bledsoe was in there. Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe's yeah. chips now, huh? I d- honestly didn't even realize this man was on still the Pelicans. He's still getting them checks. He yeah. must feel bad. like literally they just removed him for Drew, and then his team won a chip. <laughs> And the Suns got rid of them of the championship. That's tough, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. Yo, you think Chris Paul's done? Or you think he got like one more year in him? I think like he had his run. Well, he's never getting a chip. That shit's clipped. He's last keep... year was his only chance to, unless he goes to LA, this year was his last chance to get a chip. Mm. He can't, and he can't go to LA. Apparently, it's not going to yeah, work. Yeah, they out. can't. They can't make it work. But but DeMar DeRozan's trying to make it work out, so. Bro, get DeRozan, get DeRozan and Lowry? That shit would be nuts. Yeah, we did that'd be check. amazing. Mm, that'd be perfect. Yeah. Well, Braun might really get five, bro. Speaking of our leagues, man, we got a league ourselves that we got to get to. We got to uphold our undefeated, our undefeated status right now. CAC, you can find it on Twitter. You need to know our stats and stuff. Exactly. <laughs> 
So, Moog, let the good people know where to find us, man. You can find us at authorup.podcast, authorup underscore podcast on the socials. Um, like I always say, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to give us a shot. You won't be disappointed. Like I said, I also want to thank all our listeners, especially the listeners that we got to meet this weekend at the wedding. It was really cool to interact with y'all. It was really cool to see y'all you know, with the merch. We're definitely going to be getting more merch because y'all are asking for it. Y'all are, y'all are you know, being down the walls for the for the for the merch. So we got to make sure to, you know, get the, the people, people what they want. want. Yep. Yeah. Need <laughs> it. Get on the road, nigga. Off yeah, the absolutely. rip, baby. <laughs> this has been another episode of yeah. Off the Rip. Get about where you came from How the fuck I ended